Well, have you ever danced on a log? Ow. I'm Jackie. I'm on my sixth seltzer because we've recorded these back to back, so I should be a mess by the end of this episode. I'm Sam. Not only was Huey Lewis in the news one of the greatest bands of all time, but they also discovered the power of wormholes. I'm Justin, and this is Dirty Dancing Part 2 on Stinker Bandits. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Yuki! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hey, look at me! No! Hello and welcome back to Stinger Madness. Uh, if you missed us earlier, uh, go back and listen to our Dirty Dancing Part 1 episode. Uh, here we will continue off from where we left off last week where we discussed the plot up until the second montage of uh, babies training on how to be a sexy dancer. Right. Did we make it to the sexy... Wait. No, we made it to the heartbeat thing. Yeah. The well, first montage. Yeah, that was the end of the first one, starting of the second one. I think we can pretty much skip the second one. The only comment I want to make on the oh, second no, one is... Oh, no, I've got great jokes Okay, here. all right, all right. So, montage two. Uh, my first takeaway is that it begins with a three-way. That's He's got Penny hugging her ass, baby's ass, while he's facing baby. He, they're like, any chance at a... You know, I thought that was still the first montage. Nah, second montage. This is a weird point in the movie for me because when this dancing three-way happens, he's staring down Penny. Uh huh. Yes. Like she's true love. Or just that you give you know when you're staring in the eyes of somebody who you're not fucking. You know, because this is like the poster on your wall. What poster is that? When you were a kid. Staring down the eyes of somebody you're not fucking? Oh, like you're looking at the poster while you're having sex in your bed? I'm confused. Yeah. So, like, there's a picture of... Tawny Katane. Well, I was going with Brian Boitano. Uh, Brian oh, Boitano! Oh, that's sex. <laughs> I don't feel near as bad about Kathy Ireland now. Yeah. Guess what, Jackie? He wasn't looking back at you. <laughs> no, he was not. That was a joke. But... Uh, I lost my train of thought. But anyway, yeah, so you're you're fucking somebody, but you're like, oh, man, I'm going to stare right into Kathy Ireland's eyes while I do this. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's how you have three ways. That's my understanding. You know how to kill a young man's boner? Hmm. You shoot it? Take the endorsement to Kmart. Oh, oh right, yeah. yeah, Kathy Ireland. Oh, man, that was a bad day. I remember that. And the clothes that they made for her line oh, were so old lady. Yeah. Mom pants. Yeah. Because I was really excited about that. I remember yeah. when that happened. I was like, oh my gosh, Kathy Ireland. She's so like hip and famous. We're going to finally get some good clothes at our Kmart. And it was like, what the fuck is this? Seriously? Floral print with, with pleated pants? Yeah. Has anybody ever been better looking than Kathy Ireland? I mean, like throughout history. I mean, like, let's go all the way back. Like even... Uh, 
Cleopatra and uh, like seriously, has anybody ever been physically gifted more than Catherine Ireland? I I would say yes, uh, because I was like beside myself with the Kathy Ireland mom pants, and then Heidi Klum shows up and she's like, "Hey, look at these," and I'm like, "Okay, hmm. okay, all right." I disagree, but uh, I guess in order to be the best-looking person in history, you, like Helen of Troy, you would have to have a consensus at least in a room of three people, and we do not. So yeah, I think that Heidi Klum is beautiful. Don't get me wrong, but she's not more beautiful than Kathy Ireland. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I think Kathy Ireland sent a thousand ships, Sam. Like, All right. I think I think they're burning Paris down tonight. Well, and let's be honest. It's Pam Anderson, isn't it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. That's a three-way consensus that she does not get no! the award. <laughs> they sent one ship after her, and that was to get her out of that goddamn son of a bitch's house that was beating on her. That damn yeah, rock. They, they, Tommy they, Lee. They sent one ship that was a guy that was like, you can give her back if you want. Yeah. Right. I'll leave, but if you should probably give her back. <laughs> All right, uh dirty dancing. Um yeah, no, it's it's a it's a weird uh scene. Um anyways, so at one point during their training, they're doing like a back layover thing and she's apparently leading cuz he's like, "How dare you throw my back out?" Yeah. You're leading, boss. Well, and how does, I guess I don't understand dancing then, because how does him leaning back too far and too quickly and giving himself a back issue, her, her fault. fault? Right. Like, is she yanking on his hair like, ah! Yeah, that would make her leading. Yeah, or like, is she pulling back on his shoulder and like, yeah, she, eat shit and break your back? She stepped on his toe so that his knee would become too extended okay. while choking him and shoving her thumb up his ass. Mm. Uh, He's like, that's not it. Yeah. So she's she subscribes to the Steve Irwin school of dancing. <laughs> yeah. I've caught this one. <laughs> All right. Uh, so he's like, enough dancing today. You're just going to hurt me. Let's get out of here. Oh, no. I locked my own keys in my car. <laughs> so now I'm going to destroy hotel property and bash my window in. Like, it's his own car. It's his own He's car. just an idiot. He's just an idiot. Well, apparently the wire hangers have all been used right? for when Joan Crawford came. Oh, oh, and so he can't get the wire hanger to get his car unlocked. Oh, oh, oh. oh no. <laughs> they ran out of wire hangers already. Oh, boy. He checked around. Like, I need a wire hanger to get into my car. And they're like, have you been to this resort? Those are all used. <laughs> Those are used up. Damn I, it. They're used so bad that you can't even use them to break into a car anymore? Man. Dude, for sanitary purposes, yep. you have to throw them away afterwards. Okay. They've got a baby on the end of them. It won't. <laughs> oh, my God. So maybe the baby could just reach down and unlock the handle. <laughs> Come on, baby. Be good for something. <laughs> oh. Uh, I should probably disclaim, just like Sam did, that I'm like... Uh, maybe four. I had okay. Yeah, I had four very strong uh, Bloody Marys during the last episode, mm -hmm. and I drank some water, and now I'm I'm drinking 
seltzer beers because I'm like, okay, I got to slow down, but I think they're kind of hitting me hard too. Or I could have just been drunk from before, but yeah. So anything I see on this episode, please do not get offended. I am just very drunk. <laughs> I am 100% stone sober unless you consider all that Coke. Dude, you had like six white rushes during the last episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that on account of all the Coke. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so he busts into his own car and he's like, let's get out of here. Let's go to make that point. And on the way, they fucking listen to Robert Palmer. God damn it. What? I wrote that down. Robert Palmer question mark. Seriously? I mean, this it is. It my- doesn't seem to be Robert Palmer. I looked at the soundtrack. It's not on there. Oh. Yeah, it is. Somebody trying to sound like Robert Palmer oh. or maybe Robert Pumper. I was like, this song's on the soundtrack, but I don't know. I never knew that it was Robert Palmer. And apparently it's not Robert Palmer. I thought it was Robert Palmer. I don't know who it is. I didn't know who any of the people on this soundtrack were. And the soundtrack won an Academy Award, a Grammy and a Golden Globe. Oh, my God. But seriously, I love this soundtrack. I know. But my problem is, is like make the 80s music. Non diegetic. There, if you need diegetic movie in the scene, guess what? It's the nineteen fucking sixties. You've got a massive catalog of great songs to pull from. Well, to, I mean, hence Forrest Gump and Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, you can just you don't need non diegetic music to have a great soundtrack. Well, CCR was not really a top pick for this. well i mean fortunate son i mean that movie's literally about spooning your ass butthole kids not wanting to go to war and And that's who these people are fucking hotels and giving out hand jobs that's hey born on the bayou had sex with your sister what dancing is dirtier (laughs) than that exactly wasn't uh amos moses wasn't that during this time too amos moses the name of Amos Moses. Oh, my God. Oh, God damn it, no. Going to the thing with the crocodile swamp. That's Jennings, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Or Merle Haggard. No, it's fucking Jerry Reed. Jerry, oh, it is yeah. Jerry Reed. Yes, Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed's Moses. the most awesomest awesome guy ever. So yes. awesome. Yeah. That would have been a great we, song. We for... don't need to do an episode on Smokey and the Bandit right this second. We could. But they could. But they should have put. Yeah, but they should have put that song when they were in the water doing the lifts, because the alligators. (laughs) Right. Uh, Speaking of which, yeah, he does take her to Dagobah uh, for log training. That's that's where they they go to. Like, come to the log and use your powers, Luke, so you can hump my thigh. Yeah, and then as Sam said, he kept falling off the log, right? Mm -hmm. And the Ewoks are in the bushes going. Anytime now, he's going to break his leg, and, he, and then he's ours. We'll eat him. Dinner. Yep. <laughs> Humans are Ewok dinner. And they've got a they've got crew that are back there like, no, no, he's not dead yet. Come on, get back, get back. <laughs> I have a, a question we have to burn right now, and it's going to backtrack us a little bit, though, okay. from uh-huh. the montage, because uh-huh. she's still wearing them in the log scene, too, because she's like, I got to bust my window out. So we can go dance on a log. Mm-hmm. But earlier, you can clearly see product placement of Ked's shoes that she's wearing. Oh. Can you dirty dance in Ked's? Can you do it? No, because dirty dancing was a thing in 1963 and they didn't have Ked's back then. God damn it. Fucking movie. Quit if you, breaking the rules of time and space. If you were going... 
to the dance club to shake your booty, do the butt flapping and the sausage grabbing with the buttocks, Mm -hmm. would you wear Keds? No, because Keds are notorious mom shoes, aren't they? Do they make Keds? I don't still? Those are Mormon shoes. Mormon shoes? Yeah, you wear those shit to church with your <laughs> dress. I went to a Mormon church once, and uh, that was like kicking it for ladies. Keds with your old lady dresses. Hmm. Maybe, 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 Sam, because, you know, that you got a lot of walking to do in, uh, you know, certain churches who will shall go na- unnamed by me. Because uh, I'm not going to uh, single anybody out, but uh, some churches that maybe have mentioned uh, within the last five minutes have a lot of walking involved. So, you know, if you can walk in comfortable shoes, you can dance in comfortable shoes. I guess. But really, they're just Chuck Taylors. They are just Chuck Taylors, yes. And, you know, I'm going to say that when I got older, <laughs> like 22. Uh, I decided that wearing fancy shoes to a bar was fucking bullshit because yeah. there was shit all over the floor. Yeah, you would slip in high heels. And I was like, I'm just going to wear Bomb. tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it took my sexiness down. And I, I didn't need any help with that because I wasn't very sexy <laughs> by, in the first place. By half a point. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I also wore T-shirts that said things like Def Leppard. Uh, Why would you do that? That would... Yeah, I, I just, I was never like the girl in a dress at a bar. It was always like, I got a sweatshirt on and I'm here to fucking drink. Yeah, but Def Leppard sucks, Jackie. Well, the, how can you say that? They've got a one-armed drummer. That's, and he sucks at drumming. He sucked when he had two arms and he sucks when he's got one after. In the Wayback Machine, Gallon Keds wearing a Def Leppard t-shirt at a bar. You, you painted yourself as a target, ma'am. Yeah, right. <laughs> She'll dirty dance. All right. So anyways, back at uh, back at Camp Crystal Lake, uh, he does lift her up in the water. Uh, Wait, before in we very move on. cold water with her very wet see-through clothing being clung to her uh, very fragile frame. Her boobs are out. Yeah. Pretty much. High beams are on. The water's 40 degrees. They should be on. 17-year-old character that we're watching is quite... 26-year-old woman. She's 26, yeah, but... uh, Yeah, she's a 26-year-old woman, and they've got her nice and wet, and she's on screen. She's 27 when she makes this? 26. 26? 26. Wow. She looks so young. Yeah, it's Jennifer Grey, dude. She's a notorious youngster. Anyways, uh, so now it's finally dance day. She's got enough. She, Your training is complete, young Padawan. Uh, and uh, she's getting suited up by Penny in the locker room. And Penny's there instead of going to the doctor that we've been told that she's going to. And she's like, oh, I'm scared. Why are you here in the locker room getting me dressed? I don't understand. Why do we even have a locker room where we get dressed? What is this place? Um. And everything goes out fine out on dance day. She's a little nervous at first, but uh, she steps in line. He's like, just look at my eyes. It'll be okay. Does that little twirl like uh, Dr. Hypnotic uh, thing with his eyeballs. And she's like, I'm transfixed and completes the dance except for the uh, lift. She couldn't do the lift. Yeah. So she does the thumb dance. (laughs) 
<laughs> she does do the thumbnails. Which is like the classic move for I've drank too much. I've got my kids on in my death lover shirt. The thumb dance has been officially broken out. Oh, yeah. And still nobody's asking me to go out to the dumpster mattress. <laughs> it's like, fuck, what I got to do here? Elaine I Bennis would be proud. I about the thumb dance being bad because when they walked like a G- Egyptian, I was in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. But it's, you know, it's a way to advertise your thumbs of, hey, this could be up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> or... Or a way of advertising your body is, I am not coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to have sex with somebody that's going to be awkward and weird? Yeah. Are you handicapped? No. Oh. Huh. Would you like to have sex with somebody who's good at screwing rather than dancing? That's what you were advertising. <laughs> right. That's what I used to advertise. It's not a poor advertisement, apparently. You're like, no, I can actually screw, not whatever you people are doing. Whatever. Yeah, every guy that I've ever had sex with that could dance could not screw or had a little wiener. Mm. And it was always so disappointing, too. Because, you know, as a lady, you were always told, like, if they can dance, then they can they can have good sex. That is so fucking not true. I'm just saying. Well, I think if they can actually dance like Patrick Swayze can dance, maybe that's a true thing. If you go to a dance club and it's just a guy with a zucchini in his sweatpants... Probably not a good screwer. Yep. Thank God Justin cannot dance. Mm. I dance like I screw. Briefly. (laughs) Crying and covered in piss. Okay. Uh, So um, she goes back to uh, Penny's to check up in on Penny's and see how uh, everything went. Uh, It went poorly because Roe v. Wade is a good thing, you motherfuckers. Uh, the doctor was basically Rasputin just touring from town to town and being like, drink my magic potion. Also, I've got a knife for your vagina. And, uh, she's bleeding out, I think. No, yeah. she's, she's got an infection. Oh, okay. An infection. <laughs> an infection. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's got There's an infection. Blood everywhere though too, honey. Yeah, she's got an infection. The incision wasn't done correctly, and it's a botched job. Yeah, it's a botch. She's been butchered. And so, what does baby do? Mm-hmm. She runs and goes and gets her dad. She's got no choice. This is baby's only decision here. And this is when you've kind of got the, like I said in the last episode, questionable about this father, because he knows exactly what to do with a botched abortion. Right. Uh, I've been here before. I think he's giving him on the sides. I may not like look like a gynecologist, but I have gynecologized before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he's doing some community service on the weekends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, fixing up 1963 America. Yeah, because he seems pretty progressive, dude. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And here's the second crux of the film. He shows up and he's like, who's responsible for this girl? <laughs> Well, nobody, because she's 25 fucking years old, asshole. She's responsible for her fucking self, you dipshit. Why don't you fucking ask her? But Patrick Swayze's like, I am. And yes, in him, I, I get what uh, Johnny's trying to say is that, yes, I am the person who, uh, I guess I'm her beneficiary. I'm her medical emergency contact, but I'm not responsible for her because she's a grown-ass fucking woman. Uh, but dad takes it as in like, oh, you knocked her up. 
That's so, what the dad is asking. Yeah. I, who is responsible it, for this woman or for this girl is the exact quote, Jackie. Right. Which what yeah. he's asking is, is who fucked this girl? Exactly. Knocked her up. That's what he's asking. But that, that's not what Johnny answers. Because if Johnny, if that's what he had asked, who's the dad? Johnny would have been like, well, I not the dad's not here. Thus avoiding the plot of the entire goddamn movie, which no. means that we've entered the idiot plot. Oh my God, have we gotten there? This movie is the idiot plot. By two sentences, the entire plot of the movie, by a miscommunication by people who aren't capable of speaking English, have thrust us into a bad situation. Because they used him... They used vague words like "Who's responsible for this?" Mm-hmm. And he should have been like, "Who knocked her up?" And then he'd be like, "Robbie." But he asks, "Who's responsible for her?" And he answers, "I brought her to Epstein Island." Yes, exactly. She is the closest thing that I have to a best friend, and vice versa. And so I guess it's me. Do I need to like sign some waivers? Is she a Jehovah's Witness where I like she doesn't accept blood? Do we need to do anything like that? Uh, Like that's what Johnny's character is expecting. Like I am at a hospital. This is a doctor. She's incapacitated. I'll sign whatever girl medical. Yeah, she's on Obamacare. Uh, Yeah, I totally knew what the dad was asking. I did, but Johnny doesn't. Yeah, it's because Johnny's poor and stupid. And the dad should have just been straight up like, Who's the dad? Yeah, but he's trying to be polite because he's not Fuck from the polite. state. She's bleeding out. Yeah, most doctors will be like, who did this to you? Who oh. did this to you? Right. We have to find him and stop this from happening again. Exactly. Well, and what's not crazy. Not just the person that put his wiener in you, but the person that put his knife in you. Both of these people need to answer questions and pay for their... They need consequences, goddammit. I mean, it wasn't even a Crocodile Dundee-style knife. It was just an artist knife. You can't do surgery with an artist knife? Come on! Well, and I... I don't mean to beat a dead horse here. (laughs) But I'm going to. Because it really pisses me off that he does not speak to her directly. Right! Absolutely! He speaks to a crowd of looky-loos. Who is responsible for this girl? Right. Who is 25 fucking years old? Instead of just talking to her, he talks to a crowd of people. And it's like, that is so fucking condescending. And it's not even like there's, there's some gray area in the movie where we don't know how old this person is. Johnny is 25. She and him were sweethearts back in the day, thus implying that she's the same age as Johnny. She's not even a girl, quote unquote, like an 18-year-old girl that they call in movie. She's 20 fucking five! That we know of because apparently he likes him young because he is hitting on Jennifer Gardner's character. Garner. Jennifer Garner. Garner. Yeah. No, Jennifer no. Gray. Sorry. No, not that person. Julian Gardenistan. Yeah. <laughs> What's her bucket? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But he's a bad doctor. I'm going to burn this bad question doctor. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is he a bad doctor? Yeah. Good surgeon, bad bedside manner. We're the worst. And it, it takes two to be a doctor. Because he would be like, everybody out. Mm-hmm. Right? I need you to have confidence in me to help you. And the first thing I need 
For that to happen is to get all of these looky-loos the fuck out of here. We're staring at your mangled vagina. I don't think they're staring at a mangled vagina. Why? Because that's not how you get an abortion. This is not how you get an abortion at all, Jackie. All we know is that he had a knife. And And a folding table. And a folding table. And I, a folding, he put her her ass up on a fold, like a card table. (laughs) That's going to collapse. I'm I'm on my way to a pinochle tournament. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) this guy, this guy was a charlatan. (laughs) Hold on. What's that knife for? Just for show. I'm just going to reach in there and grab that baby. Hold still. Sit your ass on this card table. Yeah, no, he went up through the vagina, Jackie. Uh, she's never having sex again or anything. Oh, my God. Okay, Captain, I don't know how abortions work. Spit take. <laughs> Sam has now spit half of his beer on the floor. We've had a spit take. Okay. Uh, Wait. That is the sound of me and Sam opening new beers. Uh, so, Dad now tells her, you're banned from those people. But the only people he had an interaction with was Johnny. So she he is specifically telling her he is she is banned from Johnny because he got Penny pregnant. Well, he does have interaction with the cousin guy. The oh. the watermelon dude. Okay. Because when he comes out, he's like, Thank you, doctor, thank you, and the doctor shakes his hand. Yeah, but, but, but then snubs Johnny. But but uh uh impactful. Interaction is what I'm getting at, Jackie, not just dialogue. Impactful interaction that has something to do with the scene of importance. The only person he has that with is Johnny. And he she is he is saying you are banned from those people. Banned from Johnny. Well, this is the 60s and he the guy is obviously an elitist, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like class matters. Yeah, you're at this place. Yeah. Right. Um you want to get laid, you bone a waiter. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> well, at guess. least the waiter's going somewhere. Also, I must mention that after this scene takes place, we are led to a long pan down on the lake at night, at which point I go, I must write a note. Lake monster? Right? <gasps> That's what I said, too. I'm like, and now this like, movie gets a lake a monster. monster in the lake? We've already gone Camp Crystal Lake. Like, there's several points. She's hiding under the table. Like, when do when does the monster show up? I'm with you, Sam. That is exactly what I said. And now for a sea monster. <laughs> I was totally expecting something to pop out of the lake, but it's just like a weird pan shot that goes nowhere to... Separate out to the next day? Here's some lake that something's obviously laying in. That's what the shot says, but then it just, like, cuts to more privileged breakfast or some shit. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's where they throw the hangers when they're done, so that the lake is haunted. Well, she goes immediately to Johnny's. You've been banned from Johnny's because of sex or pregnancy or... Bad choices when hiring an abortionist. Um, either way, you're banned from Johnny. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go straight to his place. And he's there and he's like, nobody likes me for me. You're the only person who's ever been nice to me my whole life. And she's like, do me. 
And so they dance but and bang. She, she doesn't say, other than your like lo- lifelong girlfriend I, who won't, she's getting dick where she can, and mm-hmm. this whole thing is a fucking disaster. You should just go back to the city I, and teach dance and love one another. I and literally have a happy heard life. her off screen say, I can't quit you, Johnny. Um, yeah, so you're a bitch, Johnny. <laughs> I mean, he's kind of being a bitch, right? Oh, he's being bad. I, I think my note here was, I'm nothing. I'm less than nothing. I'm <laughs> so less than nothing that I'm nothing squared. Do you know math? <laughs> nothing squared would still be nothing. He's less than a, He's nothing minus 12. <laughs> yeah, and I wrote down her responses. Yes, I do. And... You're a zero, and it's still zero. <laughs> Fantastic. So, yeah, they bang. Uh, that t- got taken place. And does anybody else notice that when they kiss, he his eyes do this thing where they kind of uh, close tighter, like he's, uh, like he's frustrated that he has to do it, or he's, like, not wanting to do it. Mm, like maybe, he's bolstering yeah. up, like, here it comes. And it's just so slight, but... He does it so much when they have kissing scenes that I just really started to pick up on it more and more. And I was like, okay, the first three times that it happened, maybe it's just, you know. But no, it's every fucking time. We'll have to uh, watch some more Swayze movies where he actually kisses ladies, which isn't that frequent, um, and see if he's just a notorious bad kisser like Harrison Ford. Uh, Apparently they didn't get along. Yeah, that could be too. Also, this is a, a good point. And we've chosen the nice place to make a second episode because this is where the movie has actually just changed tones from there is dancing in it uh-huh. to where now there's just screwing in it. Yes. Because yep. they don't do anything but screw each other yep. from here on out. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and skip like four lines of notes because they're not plot relevant. It's just them banging. For several days, her sneak. She's sneaking. They're hiding the relationship on account of her dad, um, and that's all you pretty much need to know here. There's only like four days left of the camp, or some right. shit like that, right. and all Maybe they're doing less. is just screwing yeah. perpetually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when the dad wants to leave the next morning at breakfast, right? They're like, "But we're paid up till Sunday, mm-hmm. so you gotta assume there's like four, three to four days left, yeah. right? Right. And because he, he wants to beat the weekend traffic. So it's got to be like Thursday or Wednesday. Yeah, somewhere in there. And then you're kind of thinking like, and then they're springing this guest show on them. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, we can't hire entertainment. Well, the last dance of the year is always Johnny's. He always does the last dance of the year. And this year, because he's got Jennifer Grey, uh, baby, he's thinking, oh, maybe we'll do something different. When in walks the grandson during dance practice, and he's like, hey, you know, I think we should do something new this year. And Johnny's like, oh, I know. I'm so glad that you came here to finally listen to me. Oh, 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 no, no, no. I'm I'm sorry. I guess I, I wasn't clear. Um, you're a buffoon. And I want you to, to instead do what I say and do the pachucha. Paganga. Pa, 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 Sam, do you know what it's called? Panamer, Panera bread. The Pachanga. Uh, pagoda style roof. It was a P word. 
I think it was. I wrote it down. Pachanga. Pachanga. Oh, no. I think we've skipped ahead too far. Yeah. No, too far. No, fuck all those sex scenes. Who cares? No, because there's a couple other good jokes I got in here. Oh, Jesus. Why did the chicken cross the road so that he could be the prize in a magic competition? Hey, oh, said Sam. That kind of joke. Right now, you're not doing anything but flipping pages back and forth, and I'm I'm ready I'm trying to, to figure out where I'm at in my notes. Sorry, I'm I'm I've not a, I'm not rewinding. Drink. I this I do not have the powers of Huey Lewis in the news. We are not going back in time. Okay, uh, so first off, we have the love scene in the screwing that we tried to skip that I'm not going to let us skip. <laughs> where he's like, Francis. That's a real grown-up name. And I write down, oh, she has a grown-up name. Then statutory rape is okay. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's not for sale, Francis. What, your vagina? Because it is. Because you're at yeah. this hotel. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, free-for-all hotel, if you know what I mean. Uh, then... By the way, tell your dad that I want paid for my private lessons. Mm-hmm. Then she asks him how many women he's been with, and he pisses and moans and says, virtually every 40-year-old woman on Earth. Right. And she's like, that's cool. <laughs> he's like, I didn't like it. And you're like, yeah, you you, you, you did. You did. Yeah, sir. we see the pinnacle. You're 25, she's 40. This is consenting adults. You, sir, enjoy your job. Yeah. Yeah, because did you then, see the the pinochle lady? It's not like he's banging dogs. Mm-hmm. Then, I think the most egregious offense of sensitivity happens when Lisa, her sister, says, because she's like, I think I'm going to go all the way with Robbie. And she's like, don't do that. What the fuck is this? Robbie's the guy that knocked up. Penny. The dancer, like, obviously she'd be like, stay away from that fucking rapist. It's like, no, eh, if you want to, whatever. And then her sister Lisa says, I could hump the entire army, provided it was on the right side of the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Which side is she talking about? <laughs> Does it matter? Hey, 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 I missed that line. I don't know what the Ho Chi Minh Trail is. The Ho Chi Minh Trail, Jackie. That's the road in Vietnam that we fought over. So if you're on one side of the Ho Chi Minh Trail, you're the U.S. The other side is the Viet Cong. Oh. Yeah, goddamn dumb. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Ignorant. Chain, you ignorant slut. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm doing that to both of you because my next note is, man, I hate this movie. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Followed by, well, at least Jennifer Grey's having fun. Because that's when they do the de the crawl dance business. We are and so not just... there. I like how you're like, we're going to skip over these sex scenes, but instead you skipped over three quarters of the movie. <laughs> we're not there. I'm oh. taking over. So Johnny's mad because his big ideas were ignored. Again, he's pouting on nobody listens to me around this place. 
yeah, Johnny, it's because you are, you're just, I mean, you've got a, one of the best jobs here, but seriously, all you have to do is shake your butt and bang ladies. You don't have, you, there's not a brain trust that like, well, let's go see what Johnny has to say. He's smart. No, you're a bang guy. Come on, you fucking bitch baby. Also, I was able to find the name of the dance. It's the Pachanga. The Pachanga. That's what I said. Okay. Yes. Then he's mad at her because she won't tell her dad that they're fucking and which I give him a little credit for. But also it, he's like implying that like, so you haven't told your dad we're getting married. And she's like, dude, I'm leaving on Sunday. Where do you think this relationship is going? Johnny? He's like, well, you got to tell your dad. I have dreams about him coming up to me and be like, Johnny. At first, you were just fucking my daughter, but now you're my son. And now you're not even going to tell him that. <laughs> and he runs off. And she's like, I'll call you back if there's a bun in the oven. <laughs> right? She's leaving on Sunday. She's not coming back ever again. Yeah, It's dude. a strange thing for the whole movie because Johnny's constantly like, I hate my life as a fuck toy. You love me. And she's like, no, nope, you're a fuck toy. That's the third spit take of this episode. Well, do you know how hard it is to have that conversation with a man? <laughs> I mean, I've had to have that conversation several times. Look, I know you're in love, but seriously, fuck off. Like the chef that was like, we're going to move to this uh, plantation that my family has in Georgia. <laughs> And we're I'm going to open up a restaurant and blah, blah, blah. And you're going to come with me. And I looked at him and go, no, I'm in the middle of my master's degree. And then I'm going to go get a doctorate degree. And I'm just screwing you in the interim. And then they cry and you have to worry about their feelings. Then the other one was like, oh, you love me. And you're just kidding around. And I'm like, no, I seriously am just fucking you. While I'm getting my master's degree. Piss off. That one was me. And right. they always cry. And one of them slashed my goddamn tires. That was me. Okay, so what is your... We're going to take this to a dark place. What is your prescription for that situation, Jackie? Which it sounds like you haven't done well with the... Uh, oh, it's time to go. Oh. Mine is juice. <laughs> like, here, have a small glass of orange juice. You can keep the glass. I don't like this one. Oh. I don't know if it works. Uh, my, my Always my go-to was... Oh shit, my mom's coming over here in like five minutes. We're supposed to go shopping today. Get out, get out, get out. And I pushed them out the door with their shoes in their hands and then lock it. That's way better than the long stare with the juice. Yeah. Because that didn't work out great for me. Like I would All wake right. up and I'd be like, oh, this was a mistake. And then my mom's coming over. And then, you know, because that ensues panic in men because they don't want to meet your family when they've just screwed you for, you know, a one night stand, but you kind of want them to leave and you don't want it to be awkward. It's always like, my mom's coming over. Yeah. And so I would use that one a lot. Except for me, I would have been like, great. I can't wait to meet her because I'm Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're Johnny, which is why we ended up just getting married. Cause it was like, fuck, he's not going to leave. He's not going he wants away. to meet my mom. Now I have to call her and tell her to come over here. Damn. So I don't look like a liar. <laughs> fuck. So if you're out there in Singer Madness land, apparently a glass of juice and a hard stare is the answer to that problem. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you get married to a loser. Um, all right. All right. So 
she he wanders off he throws his temper tantrum he wanders off she finds him with penny which doesn't really lead to anything i thought maybe she was gonna be like you ran to penny for love after my dad rejection that doesn't turn out because right as that happens robbie walks around the corner he's like hey (laughs) good call bro i should have bowed that one myself and johnny's like you son of a bitch well it's a double slap in the face because it's always like i should have i chose the wrong sister and don't worry about it baby i was slumming it too Mm -hmm. talking about penny right and also johnny as we will see later, he did not choose the wrong sister. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Johnny just straight up kicks this guy's ass. And he's smart about it because he doesn't punch him in the face, right? Where he can go to management and be like, oh, you punched me in the face. No, he kicks him in the stomach, mm-hmm. you know, tries to break some ribs. This is the way you do it, people. You don't hit somebody in the face. You kick them in the body parts. Yeah, she's right. If you're going to rough somebody up to teach them a lesson, don't fuck up their face. Yeah, you fuck up everything else, and then you'd be like, no, you fell, retard. I yeah. s- you drank too much, and you fell. Fell down the stairs. Fell into a door, didn't you? Yeah. The best part of this fight yeah. scene... Get away with beating up people. ...is when Johnny goes, you're not worth it. Um, you already beat him up, Johnny. Yeah, what were you going to do? Kill him? <laughs> were you going to do the throat rip? Is that what you were doing there, Dan? Uh, he, were oh. you going to go for the turkey, yeah. Johnny? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is going to come in later with Roadhouse. All right, so they're getting ready for the final night. Uh, and Johnny is now so come around to the baby plan that the cougar is like, hmm. My husband's here, and he says that it's okay if I get a private lesson. And the husband's like, yeah, here, take this wad of cash, Johnny. And Johnny looks at baby, and he's like looking at the cash, and he looks back at baby, and looks at the cash, and he looks back at baby, and he's like, I got plans. <laughs> yeah, okay, this is the 60s, this, and somebody just gave you a $100 bill. I don't think this was like I a wad of hundos. Really don't like this scene because it's, Maybe too true. I'm not sure. The guy is basically just handing this guy a giant wad of cash to mm-hmm. fuck his wife. Right. Yeah. Get this the- is not a good vacation spot. Take her away, please. I think it's a great vacation spot. Oh. Dude, if I could. Uh, have sex with that dancer lady, I'd totally do it, Penny. I'd be like, Justin, give her a hundred bucks. <laughs> so she'd high kick in my face. Yeah, sure, you'll have you'll have sex with that hooker, but not the one that I actually brought home. And I'd pay a hey. hundred dollars to some street urchin and you wouldn't even <laughs> bang her. She smelled like cat pee and she only had one tooth. Hey! It's a hundred dollars. And it's Garden City. You get what you get. <laughs> What do you think this is? Best Buy? There's no Best price buy? match on hookers. <laughs> Best Buy? Best Buy is the greatest name for the hooker reality show ever. Who's got the best pie? Yes! We're millionaires! <laughs> TM. Oh, my God. Yeah, we need a reality show now. Best pie. That one's the best pie. It doesn't have ants in it. 
Hey, how'd you know about our hooker? <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, uh, <laughs> so so this is where uh, the sister says she's gonna bang Robbie, and, but she goes over to Robbie's place and finds Robbie with the cougar because the cougar has been rejected by Johnny because Johnny is in love with Baby, and so now she's like, "What the hell?" And uh, that morning. Uh, Baby's over at Johnny's place, and the and the cougar comes out of Robbie's place, and she sees them together, and she's like, "Oh my God, they're banging!" And so the next morning, uh, they're at breakfast, and the concierge guy, whatever the hell he is, is comes over, and he's like, "Hey, yeah, did you hear about that missing wallet caper last night? Because somebody got their wallet stolen precisely at one forty-two in the morning, and the only person it could have been was Johnny because he doesn't have a seventeen-year-old alibi." And baby's like, ah, I beg to differ. And dad's like, what? Yeah, I was fucking Johnny. He's innocent. Uh, now you know. <laughs> yeah, and we did skip part of the movie where they're just screwing constantly. Yeah, also, we, we did skip that. Uh, We're not going back to that. We skipped it. Yeah, because it wasn't that sexy. Yeah, and it's not no, relevant. It, it's important to skip the part where they just screw constantly, yeah. and you're like, wow, this is just screwing. That was four paragraphs ago. Why are you going back to it, though? Because he's drunk. Are you? Have you entered a time vortex? Are you Huey, Huey Lewis in the news? No, I'm just trying to set up the part of the movie that was missed the most was nope. the old people on their heist. Oh, oh right. yeah. Jennifer Gray, her baby accuses the old people of stealing. She's like, I saw her with a lot of wallets. A lot of wallets. Yeah, when she was taking her lessons. When did that happen? And okay, we saw them wait, when they were back. doing the. Let's go back. Honey, you saw a lady with a lot of wallets. Uh -huh. And you didn't think to tell anybody? Well. Okay. I mean, this is Upper State New York. I don't know what that is. She's has to got do with anything, seventeen wallets. I'm only seventeen years old, so seventeen and seventeen makes me a dum dum. Well, and Penny saw all those wallets too, so she's just as much to blame because she didn't say anything either. Mm. And then they were at the hotel when the other hotel when uh, Patrick Swayze and Jennifer were doing their dance, uh -huh. and I personally like that it was like. And now Johnny Castle and partner. Right. <laughs> like, and then the old people come in and it's like, oh shit, hurry up and bow, get the fuck out of here. They're going to spot us. Yeah. And then, you know, you see them and, the, and they're there and they just look like the nicest old people. I, I'd probably just be like, it's oh, fine. They stole my wallet. Robert Stack is still looking for these motherfuckers. These dirty bastards. Yeah. They're on the work in the country for 20 years. Yeah. And I'm Actually, like, I'm going to do it. Robert Stack, as this heist goes down. The owner of the hotel presented a Danish <laughs> as pure protein. <laughs> Nutrition has told us later that this is obviously not the case. That's when the hounds were on the trail. <laughs> it turns out these two 90-year-old heisters were not just heisty, but a bit feisty. <gasps> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So, yeah. So now the secret's out. Uh, she's banging Johnny. She looks right in her dad's eyes. And he's like, my God. Um, 
but uh, Johnny's fired anyways. And I think <laughs> the context of the movie says that Johnny's fired for banging baby. Is that what's the story? I'm guessing, but... Isn't that what he was supposed to do, was bang people? Are we at the part where she goes to him as a father and says, you, sir, are not as advertised? Uh, no, that's next. Yeah. Okay. When he goes, they've... Uh, she, she goes, uh, they... Okay, so... Uh, oh. ah! Okay, so the old people were wanted in several different states, is right. what Johnny tells her, uh-huh. right? And then she goes, all right, so it worked out. And then he's like, well, she's like, they fired you anyway. Okay, that made because her Because of like, me. Yeah. No, no, I'm going, it's when she tells her dad. Yeah, that's not this scene. Don't worry okay. about that. Okay. Yeah. Can we focus on that scene? That's the next scene. So then she's like, you're right. The world is just shit. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, fuck you, bitch. You were born with a golden spoon up your butthole. Yeah. What the fuck are you even talking about? I, I'm very used to everybody in this movie complaining about their life, but I still am very not clear on why he was fired. For banging the doctor's daughter. He's supposed to be a banger. No. Remember at the first of the movie when she overhears the conversation? The hotel manager guy says to Johnny, you keep your hands to yourself. But bang these cougars. Bang all these people that uh, I put but, private lessons with you for. Cougars are different. But this, the doctor's daughter is his personal friend. Okay, all right. So it's not, he's not in trouble for banging a guest. It's for banging the wrong guest. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, this place. And banging, yes, not old ladies. Right. He's just like, that's not an old lady. <laughs> See these old ladies? You got to bang them, and it takes a while, and you're a dancer. You've got the stamina, the wherewithal, and the fortitude to do it. Get out there and bang these old ladies. Oh, God. All right. So then, yeah, she goes to her dad, and she's like, you know, I'm not. you're not who I thought you were. And he's like, "I, you're not who I thought you were either. We're ambiguous related you told me that all people were equal, but what you meant was people like us, mm. is what yeah. she says. Oh, I good, have a note here. I missed that line. That's a good line. Yeah, I have a note here that really, I believe, lends itself to her frustration. You let me down by being a stuffy white person. <laughs> Yes, those were her exact words. I do remember that. Uh huh. Not quite as well written as what Jackie said, but the yeah. same uh, intonation. Uh, the white man syndrome, uh, white saviorism. That is definitely him. Who the dad? Yeah. I don't. Why? How is he a white savior? Because he's helping the poor. Uh, he like is Kenny. a white savior, even though he's apparently Jewish in this one. Oh, he is. Yeah, they're oh. supposed to be a Jewish family. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. Okay, if they're supposed to be a Jewish family and she one of them is supposed to hook up with Robbie Gould <gasps> and Johnny's last name is Johnny Castle. Castle's not a to Jewish be Irish. name. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He's a mech. Oh, did we just stumble upon 
subplot in this movie. Of total racism? Yes. It's already elitism, but is it also racism? Yes. It's racism and rape. It's got all of the bases checked for bad stuff. All the R's. And assault. And the A. What? Assault? Because Johnny kicks Robbie's ass? No. uh, When Robbie Gould assaults uh, Lisa, the older sister, on the golf course. I think we can lump that in with rape. No, assault and rape are two totally different things. Uh, it's rapey. It is rapey, but assault and rape are two totally different things, and I want you to not try to group them together. Yeah, so- assault is poking your dick on a woman. <laughs> poking your dick in a woman. Exactly. Thank you, Sam, for clarifying for this ignorant bastard. That's not- <laughs> I don't think that's what it is, guys. I don't think either Just of you guys are- trust us. Okay. <laughs> We've got this under control. Yeah, me and Sam know what we're talking about. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Johnny goes to the dad, and it goes poorly because the dad is still under the impression that Johnny got Penny pregnant and or hired a bad abortionist. I'm still confused why the dad's mad at Johnny. But anyways, Johnny's like, all right, baby. It's time for me to hit the road. Toots, I'm out of here forever. And she gives him a good guy kiss and he drives off. Well, I think you missed the lines in that movie where the dad is like, I know what I see in front of me. I see a 26-year-old uh-huh. male who knocked, who got his partner in trouble and then moved on to an right. innocent young... That's the key phrase, Jackie. His partner in trouble. Again, with the vague dialogue. At vague. no point does this movie ever say the word abortion or uh, pregnant, or it's got her in trouble. Which is the trouble? The pregnancy or the abortion? Because to me... Or adults ahead. fucking teens. Or that. Which is it? So, yeah. No, it's... It, I don't... The movie doesn't say why the dad is mad at Johnny, which is a big problem for this movie, and we'll get to that later. Um, So Johnny drives off. Okay, goodbye, Johnny. We'll never see you again. It's the final night ceremony time. Sunday, I guess. It kind of seems like this is the same day, or maybe it's the next day. Yeah, I don't know if time really matters in this sequence, because Johnny's gone, whatever. She's ready to go home. She was ready to go home anyway. No, she, and again, it's a line from my notes. She expresses disappointment. And Lisa's really nice to her. In her father, because boners have taught her that the world is infallible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. oh, I get that one, fellas. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I'm just so obvious. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay. Yep. Okay. So it's the final night ceremony. Uh, the sister has a, a presentation to put on. Is like a she's, yes, she does. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's singing yeah. about a Hawaiian princess lady. <laughs> Luca Lonawana, Hana bikini dance that sam was like yo (laughs) oh yeah when she's on that stage you're like what the hell where'd those come from you can my notes clearly dictate that i'm like did a good job picking the plain lady for the younger sister even though it's jennifer gray Uh, about halfway through i'm like not so sure three quarters of the way through um yeah, maybe she should be the lead. I don't know. <laughs> and then my final note on that is that, well, 
If she was the lead, she'd be too top-heavy, and she'd buckle his arms and snap them like they're twigs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's amazing is her dad, who's this ultra-conservative dude, right? Baby? Baby's dad. Right, but also, but- maybe also super progressive, because he's like, at the beginning, he's like, I trust you explicitly, young daughter, whatever you say goes. And also, I have performed abortion surgeries in my, you know, career. So, which right. is it? I don't know. But he seems to be more on the conservative side sometimes. Right. But this issue is weird because his daughter's up there scantily clad. Uh-huh. Her boobs are bouncing up and down as she's doing her Hawaiian thing. Uh-huh. And he's like, proud of you. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't get the dad. Like, my biggest problem with this whole movie... If you take the dad out of it, this is just a movie I'm not interested in. It's it's schmutt. Uh, but if you put the dad back into this, I'm like, this movie is seriously broken because of this one character. Anyways, also, so... Go ahead. Speaking of characters in the Hawaiian dance, Jane Brucker, the smuggler, mm-hmm. the smuggler of giant boobs, uh, she wrote, apparently, the words to that sing-along that she did later in the movie. Sing-along. Or the Kellerman song? The, what, I think like we're at the point where she's practicing her hula hula Havana Hana. She co-wrote that with the songwriter for the movie gets no credit for it. And also, I don't know if I've ever seen someone do such a better job pretending that they're untalented right? as she did I because that she's too, like... so bad about the key of the song except when she brings it back it's like she understands everything about music while she's singing this hard wordy song right. and she's singing it out of key on purpose it's amazing like maybe this person should be part of the entertainers guys like I like her her out of key saying. It seems to kind of fit yeah. uh like old Hawaiian records yeah, that we've if heard. If you wanted to sound like you suck at singing, you're failing miserably at failing. I I liked her voice. Yeah, I did too. And I thought it it very much captured some of the old Hawaiian records that Justin and I have at home. Yeah, some Don Ho. Yeah. Don Ho can get off key just as much as anybody. And I think that that was uh, her head nod to being trying to be a little more authentic Hawaiian sounding mm-hmm. because their music is very different sounding in their um, what is that sound where it goes vibrato <laughs> no it's like an instrument yeah like like a yeah how a, a steel drum will also yeah. bend the note it it her exactly mm-hmm. it it was I. Fuck, I thought it was great. Yeah. She's uh, great. She's a di- lost uh, star. Um not Discord, not uh, uh cacophony. Um oh man. Her voice is very is much like a steel yeah. drum. Yeah, indeed. It's anyway, awesome. Yeah, and her bust was uh also very much a ten. Very much a ten. Uh so Robbie comes in and he's like, Hey, what's up, dad, who I've never spoken to in this movie? Yeah, it was me, the bang penny. And dad's like, Ooh, no, so the dad goes up to Robbie and he's like, hey, good luck in medical school and hands him a fucking wad of cash mm-hmm. yeah. in an envelope. Right. And then he's like, hey, I'd like to thank you for taking care of that penny situation. I'm sure you've been there too. 
Implying that the dad has just went out and knocked up and slumming it, right? He did. I'm sure he did. That's where he got his abortion experience. Surgery. Yeah. yeah. And uh, then he, I like. Doing his own. Mm-hmm. Right. But I love that the dad. Caveman style. Snaps that money back. <laughs> Nothing fixes a pregnant woman like a club. <laughs> She's not having the baby, Sam. Her head split open. <laughs> Plus, you can eat her from the asshole out afterwards. Just like your badger. Hey, hey if we know one thing in, in 2021, we're not supposed to insult cavemen. <laughs> Jim Jordan will call it cancel call. Now they're canceling the cavemen. These fucking hippie libs. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Jackie missed that. I did. Yeah. I feel like in a lot of this episode, I'm like, whoa, what the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> Uncle Uncle Joe called the uh, the governor of tech, Texas that he would, by appe- repealing the mask mandate, he was acting like a Neanderthal, uh, which is pronounced Neanderthal, actually. And the GOP fucking lost their sh- How dare you insult the proud lineage of our ancestors? <laughs> the fucking cavemen? Really, because you can track your heritage back to cavemen. I would like to see you fucking do that. I believe it's Neanderthal. Yeah, Neanderthal. Thank you, Sam. Yes. We got to keep this show classy. (sighs) We blew Uh, that up uh, a long time ago. Anyway, uh, the dad- Five to ten years ago, however long we've been doing it. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. But I like that the dad is progressive in this scene because he yanks that money back, Mm -hmm. puts it in his pocket- and or, walks away. Or he just does I don't know. Okay. We're going to This was the letter of recommendation right. to Harvard Med School. He's like, you're not going to Harvard Med. You're, you're going, going to, to MIT, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I don't think You'll MIT. You'll be able to do all of your dastardly deeds anyway. <laughs> Stanford. Not by my hand, sir. Join the wrestling team at Stanford, son. Um, all right, so Johnny comes back in. Hey, wait, you didn't leave. You're not supposed to be there. Uh, and then the line happens. Jackie, <laughs> I want you to give us the line. <coughs> That's not it. No, um, sorry. Nobody puts Jackie in a corner. <laughs> I believe was the line. Yeah, that's what he said. Because, uh, you know, Jackie was the main character of this. That's what you heard. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, they don't. Get out of the way, Dad. So he Woo. grabbed. We're missing the main attraction of the movie. What? Nobody puts baby in the corner? Yeah, that's the main attraction. No. Before that happens, the hula song is happening, and you go, Bajajanga. <laughs> Holy gazangas. What the fuck? No, we, we did mean, do that Lisa's part, I Lisa's boobs are like, holy crap. We, we actually- That's crazy. We spent about 15 minutes on Lisa's boobs earlier. I don't know if you- Remember? Yeah. But this is when it happens in the movie, and I have to just, I, I have to. I'm like, holy God, that's He's, craziness. He is in a time loop, Jackie. He is in a time loop. He's done like several times this episode. He's stuck <laughs> in a time loop. How do we get him out? Uh, Send uh, me back in time. To uh, And I will Denson. wrangle those bosoms. <laughs> I will use my got- smartphone. He got put As in the time loop by the for tits. sexual assault. We got to get him out of the time loop using tits. It's well, apparently Sam, it's fine. 
back then in the 60s to assault women. Back then in the 60s, it would be okay, especially Mm -hmm. if I had a future device. I could just, like, be a serial rapist. That would be great, I guess, if I wanted to do something like that, which I don't. (laughs) Yeah. All right, let's wrap this thing up. So he grabs Baby, takes her up on stage, and they dirty dance to 80s music again. God damn it. Well... It's, is the dancing dirty? Yeah, it's that's what I was going to say. No, it's just It good looks like it's the merengue or whatever that they learned mambo. for the, the yeah. mambo for the other dance that mm-hmm. they did, and they're just repeating it with some... It's a little sexy. Yeah, with some steamy bits. Yeah, it's, I mean, he, he does touch her nipple quite clearly with her thumb, so there's that. Yeah, and the dad's like, I'm so proud of you. Hey, <laughs> Afterwards, look like, at you kids I saw there. your underwear on stage. Hey, uh, you know... Just a chip off the old block. Yeah, and I like how the dad comes up to him after all of this and is like, when I say I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So it's not really an apologize to it's Johnny. It's super not an apology. It's it's a sideways thing. Like, I'm doing this to make myself feel better, but I'm not really apologizing to you because you are trash. Yeah. And you're not worth my time. Meanwhile, before that happens, the entire, he goes out, he ditches her up on stage doesn't say anything he just ditches her does a bunch of strutting out in the audience like hey it's me johnny yeah check me out like like you do with the cold or the the monologue during saturday night live but you also are co-hosting the show with somebody else and you just totally walked away from that person and you're out in the crowd and then his his team of miscreants join in and perfectly dance with him like they've been training to do the dirty dance that they've been training this entire goddamn time. Uh, yeah. I believe that Sam calls that the uh, hump and shuffle. Yeah, the... the what is that? What is the that called? The hump and double churn. Yeah, the hump and double yeah. churn, right. Sam, Sam knows. Which causes all the fogies to be like, you know what? The town of Footloose was bullshit. We should have fun too. And then they all move the chairs and the old ladies with their furs uh-huh. dash off their furs and dance together right. to the amazement of the hotel manager. Right. And he's like, maybe this is the beginning of things. Maybe Johnny should come back next year. Thank God he took his summer bonus, left the premises, mm-hmm. and then came back. Right. Which is kind of shitty when you really think about it, right? Like, I love you, baby, but I need this summer bonus. I need my summer bonus. <laughs> so I'm going to mm. fucking take off and then come back mm-hmm. because, uh, you know. He pulled, got, a, he pulled a Han Solo. Yeah. He's like, I'm taking my money and getting out of here. But then he shows up at the end to blow up the Death Star. Um, so he they're leaving. And that's when they run into Dad. And Dad says, I guess I'm okay with you, Johnny. Uh, no. It's a backhanded apology. And then looks at his daughter and says, you looked beautiful up there. Slash, slut, I could see your underwear. And when we get home tomorrow, you were going to have a talking about you going to Holyoke. Yeah, she's still going home. See, here's the thing. We're going to get, we're going to circle back to that. She's not going with Johnny. I got a question coming up. Um, And then they're back on the floor. They were leaving together. And then they end up back on the dance floor and the movie cuts with them dancing. Like, God damn it. What the fuck? This movie stinks. Uh, Sam. Got anything to add before we ask questions? Uh, yes. The cousin, watermelon guy, mm-hmm. ends up with the sister Lisa. Oh, good. At the end, they're dancing together, and he is totally staring at those Okay, dads. that's oh, heck a yeah. good move by him because she's got a rack to steal. <laughs> and he has burgled it. Yeah, he's like, 
Thank God I didn't get with baby. Yeah, Patrick Swayze can have that one. Look at the tits on this one. Yeah, where it happened to I baby's have boobs. nothing but Lisa's rack over and over again in my notes. <laughs> like, what the shit just happened here with this? And why isn't she the star of this picture? My God. And if you want to know the truth, just because one person in your family has boobs doesn't mean the next one will. Well, the, the mom does. My mom didn't have boobs. She had fakies. Her, my entire life, right? Well, my sister didn't have any boobs. I got tits for days. <laughs> tits and for days. I got tits. Days of tits. Yeah, they're long. Sunday so. tits. Sunday tits. Uh, yeah, so I got big boobs. I got them from my dad's side. So a sibling can have little boobs, and then the other one can have so huge tits. you're saying that baby takes more after her dad than yeah. mom. Yeah. All right, so questions, gang. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start with an easy one. Now what? I believe they make Dirty Dancing too, But they're not in it. D Dirty Dancing I thought, Havana Nights? No, where they go back to the resort. That movie does not exist. Are you sure? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I went through Patrick all the Patrick Swayze said no. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, which he was an instructor for, but uh, yeah, no. There's not. So we have to infer what is now what. Because again, don't forget, she is going home. He is a grown-ass man that has now been rehired to work at this resort, right? I think she goes on to college, mm -hmm. and then he shows up on campus one day. Yes. And it's like, hey, I got a job here. I'm part of the union, blah, blah, blah. They try it for a little bit, and then she's- Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think they try it at all. She is now like, are you fucking kidding me? I moved across the country, and you followed me here? I think he fucking stalks her. And she's like, uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. She calls campus security, but it's 1963, and they're like, hello, welcome to the future. We don't exist. Uh, and then he, uh, she's forced into marriage and ends up living a terrible life in uh, the South Bronx. Uh, no, I believe her dad has him killed before that happens. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a possibility. I would say she just says, no, sorry, and then he bangs some other co-eds, and then she in marries an investment banker. And Are you fucking kidding me, Sam? Never gets humped again. Have you? Did you see how like creepy he was about her throughout the whole movie? Like He is dedicated. to. She is the one. He's got lines of ladies. They're lining up. And he's like, nope, baby, I'm coming back for baby. Yes, I'm, ta I'm taking my cash, but I'm coming back for baby. So He's stalking. He is a stalker. I don't No, I don't think he's got he's the stalking type. Mm. I think he's he gets rejected. He fucking drinks his woes away for a week, sleeps with some bar hags. And then goes back the next summer to work at the resort. Joins the painters union. Yeah, for the year and then takes some break, goes back to the resort, finds somebody else to bang. I like I like the stalker plot better. What what do you do with a stalker in nineteen sixty three because you can't call campus security? Uh you call daddy and daddy calls a guy, like like you were mm -hmm. saying. And uh then you've basically got the setup for another great Patrick Swayze movie. He's the villain, but he's also Patrick Swayze, and he does the trifecta on Hitman. That's an awesome movie, and I want to watch it. So it's an aging 
aged Charles Bronson versus yes! Patrick Swayze. Oh my god, that was and so Charles awesome. Charles Bronson's like, sorry, this is I'm here to kill you. Her dad doesn't like you. And then Swayze bests him in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And then he's stuck with three kids in a mortgage. Right? No, because Robert Redford comes in. Oh. And he's like... Robert Redford would never be in a movie with either of those two, just so you know. <laughs> sucks. Okay, so let's go with uh, Sam Elliott. <laughs> yes, Sam Elliott would definitely be... Sam Elliott would love to be in a movie with Swayze. Yeah, he comes... Well, he was in a movie with Swayze. What? He movie? was in Roadhouse. Oh, yeah, duh. <laughs> so uh, Swayze uh, and uh, Sam Elliott comes in, right? And he's like, hey, are you going to kill my friend? And the guy's... Whoever Sam says said, Charles yeah. Bronson. Charles Bronson, sorry. And uh, Sam Elliott goes, "Fuck you!" and shoots him right in the fucking eyes. Bam, bam, right, both eyes. Mm. And then they stalk her together as best friends when they open up the most successful bar in town. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And he becomes and a trucking business. Yeah, and they have they're so re- well respected in town now that she's like, eh, maybe I shouldn't turn him down. And then Sam's right. Then it turns into a house and a mortgage and three kids. And um, Patrick Swayze's like, fuck, what the hell? And she gets fat because he never comes home at night because she's always running the bar with Sam Elliott. And let's say, be nice. And she's like, you fucking be nice to this vagina and come home. And he's like, no, I got to. Last time I was nice to that vagina, I got stuck in this weird situation <laughs> with Sam Elliott. That's what led me down this path. <laughs> and now I have to run the roadhouse and I'm married to you with three kids and a mortgage. And I'm barely affording this shithole. And now you want a pool too? Fuck, I'm going to have to embezzle. Right. I need to talk to your dad. <laughs> he's a banker. You'll <laughs> know. No, he's a to, doctor. You'll know what to do <laughs> well, about tying your tubes. Banker, and, doctor, they're all the same. Yeah, he'll so, he'll know what to do about tying your tubes and then finding us some guy who can embezzle money for us. <laughs> right. So the answer to the question is perpetual sexual assault. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, uh, now what? Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Questions? Yes. So, like I said at the beginning of the last episode, if you had to write a summer love show. Just give us a high level. It was the n- summer of 1996 when I first discovered my automobile ability to drive. No, I don't. All summers, they're all the same. I Probably last summer when I just sat in the pool and watched Baywatch, which is not a very good plot to a movie, but it was awesome. Every, there's no... Yeah, your movie's going to flop. Sam. Yeah, there's no reoccurring theme to Summers. It's just the day, the next day, the next day, the next day. There's no plot to Summer, Jackie. Sam, do you have a plot to Summer? Yeah, my plot to Summer was in my life that I experienced. Well, I get to work for my dad more often, which means more Mountain Dews, and I get to jack off more. <laughs> Wait, what? What does jacking off have to do with working for your dad? No, I'd come home and be like, well, I'm all full of Mountain Dews. What am I going to do now? And play a little Sonic the Hedgehog, and they'd be like, you know what I need to do now? Jack off a bunch. Okay, that's the movie. Sam jacks off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, summer vacay. The greatest summer vacay ever. I don't Rubbing think any- your dick raw. <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to watch that one. 
I know you're I chomping at the bit because on the internet I've seen the 4chan. <laughs> they pay big money for that movie. I I like Jackie how you phrase questions all like Oh, I'm including you guys in a question that's clearly only so I can get to something I want to talk about. Well, yeah, duh, I am Queen Jackie. All right, what's your summer movie? My summer movie, picture this, Sicily, 1910. Oh, wait, no. Uh, I'm 14, and I go to some shithole town in Nevada, and I ride horses, and that's pretty cool. And I was almost attacked by a snake, but then this dog named Scoops got him before he got to me. And it was awesome. And then Scoops wore a snake around his neck. And I got to go on like five-mile walks every day. And there was these mean chows. And I had to pick up rocks and throw them at the chows so they wouldn't attack me. The end. That actually would work. Because your summer also had zero plot. Which leads (laughs) me to my next question. What's the plot of this movie? Sam, you understand plot. I'm not sure that Jackie does. Why don't you go? What's the plot of Dirty Dancing? Ladies sploosh? That's that's the element. That's not the plot. That's the closest we can get. The plot is based around a teenage fantasy of finding true love on a summer vacation. Again, okay, okay. I knew you were going to say finding love. She finds love. They fall in love at the halfway point of the movie. There is an entire movie that exists after they fall in love. You can't have the plot of the film end halfway through the movie and then say that's the plot of the movie. The plot of the movie has to finalize at the climax. If you know, if you've ever read anything about storytelling at any point in time, did you take English? There's a climax and then maybe possibly an epilogue, which this movie didn't have. The climax happens at the end of the movie. Uh, That's not the plot. It's far too autobiographical. That's what makes it not a plot is that she recounts the tale all the way, I guess. And that the only story to be read is Lady Sploosh. Yeah, I'm kind of with Sam. I mean, as a lady, and when I first viewed this film, it was the fantasy of this happening and it could happen to you. And that's what is so appealing about this film. That's you. You can still have a film be appealing. That doesn't mean it's a plot. The plot is teenage rape. Okay. We'll get to that on my next question. Um, the closest I can come to is, uh, that, uh, Romeo and Juliet, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Starcross lovers have to convince dad that their relationship is acceptable because that's the only thing that takes place over a period of time and is resolved in the end when dad says, Hey, I don't ever admit mistakes, but when I do, I use old spice. Yeah. Goodbye. (laughs) Okay. Am I a part of your family now? I don't get it. No, fuck you, Johnny. Yeah. Um, you uneducated son of a bitch. Which I will declare that my hard rule is that if a film doesn't have a plot, it gets two stars. At best. You have to have a plot. If you don't, go fuck yourself. 
This movie's not good. You 10 for 10 buttholes that just have nostalgia. Don't know shit about fuck. Uh, if it doesn't have plot, it's not a movie. Uh, go watch Saving Christmas. I gave this movie one star on my voodoo re- review solely for the one-liner of you put your pickle on the plate and I do the hard work. Voodoo is a five-star system, right? Five stars. Yeah, I, I, I use got a, I, one. I use a 10-star, so you and I are on the same page. This is a two-star film. Uh, that's not... We're not doing recommendations at this point. I have one more question. Anybody else want to... Sam? I have the biggest question that could be asked on this film because of the line that is so iconic. Why was Baby sitting in the corner? Why was Baby in the corner? <laughs> Because the table was there, and it was a decent <laughs> table for them, and they could have a clear view of the stage uh-huh. without being next to the bathroom or the it's true uh, in and outs of the waiters. Yes. It was a nice table. She may have and, the best seat in the house, actually. And actually, yeah, she does, because she's at an angle where she doesn't have to like twist or anything mm-hmm. to see the stage. So, yeah, she's in a corner because it's a good seat. Which implies even more shittiness about this film because nobody puts baby in the corner, including baby. And she's like, I wanted to say, it. you don't get to do what you want. I'm a man. <laughs> well, and she's sitting there so that that weasel guy, nephew guy, the hotel owner's grandson or whatever, doesn't come up behind her again because she's fucking tired of it. Right? He's baby always put fucking... herself in that corner. Yeah, she's she is avoiding him sneaking up on her again and being like, did you like the show? Would you like to get a free chicken? <laughs> baby doesn't want a free chicken, Pat. He's like, baby always gets free chicken. No! <laughs> Everybody gives free chickens to baby. Didn't have the same ring as nobody puts baby right. in a corner. <laughs> I examined with pause and rewind the seat that she was sitting in twice. It is the best seat in the house. It's the best seat she in the house. She gets to lean her head into the corner. Right. It's the best place to sit. She put herself in that corner, not dad. He swoops in and says, you sit where I sit. This is 1963, bitch. Get, I'll pick your seat for you, just like I'll pick your dinner and your scabs. <laughs> Picking her scabs. Like, I'm going to pull your scabs off and I'm going to pick your seat. That's on the end of this 73-year-old rich doctor's uh, penis. Because it's 1963 and I'm marrying you off for money. All right. Anybody else got a question? No. Okay. Yep. How old is she and is this movie creepy slash illegal? I believe that she's 18 because she's going to Mount Holyoke in the fall. So that leads me to believe, because by the time that I graduated high school, I was 18. Yeah. Uh, This movie, so I think we're all on the same page that the movie takes place in the summer, right? Yes. Before she goes to college in the fall. However, she does declare that this is 1963. She also declares that her birth year is 1943, which means... She is 17. It also means that into, uh, until... Wait, if it's wait. 1963 and she was born in 1943, she'd be 20. No, no, I'm sorry, 1940, uh, 1948. 
To this day, the age of consent in the state of New York is 17 is years 17. old. So it is not illegal if she's 17 or 18. Is it creepy? No. Sam? Yes. Yes. You know what makes it even more fucking creepy? I didn't realize this until researching the age of consent in New York in 1963, that there's such a thing in the United States called age of majority. Have you ever heard yes. of this? No. It is the date that is widely declared throughout the as we've discussed discussed on this podcast several times, the age of consent varies from state to state with such icky states as Utah uh, saying that, uh, well, 31 states saying that age of consent is 16. Idaho was fortunately progressive enough to say, uh, no, you can uh, marry children, uh, but uh, sex can only happen at 18 if, with an adult. Um, we at least have that right. But age of majority is the age at which you are considered an adult. And that throughout the United States is 18 years old, implying that even to this day, New York allows children because if you're 17, you are not an adult. Therefore, you are a ch child to have sex with anybody over 18. Who is an adult? Adults can legally, by the definition of the law, have sex with children in the state of New York and much of the United States. And that's fucking terrible. I dated a 21-year-old when I was 16. Yeah, that's gross, Jackie. And at the time, I didn't think much of it. As an adult looking back, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, that is not okay. I had this no, discussion. No, it's I had not. This... There's plenty of, there was plenty of young men with throbbing hard-ons that you could have grabbed and <laughs> yes. Yes, done whatever with, and it would have been a a nice childhood thing or whatever some, it not, was. But not something we're going to talk with about. adult people when your child is not the thing to do. We're not going to talk about it at the dinner table, but hey, at least it's not uh, illegal. It's not statutory rape. And before anybody says anything, uh, <clears throat> statutory rape is rape, period. End of story. It's fucking rape. Uh, and works both ways. Before anybody consider, uh, accuses us of saying, oh, well, yeah, you're just saying that about girls. I was thinking about it the other day, you know, the South Park uh, uh, episode where it's noise, where the, you know, the, the remember that uh, smattering of hot teachers banging uh, young high school students and then yes. marrying them? Remember when all that happened? And we were like, noise. Here's the thing. Have you ever met an adult man who's who lost his virginity to one of his teachers or uh you know a woman who an older woman a anybody here ever met I somebody met several yeah um Damaged every single goods. One, every single one of those people men were fucked up broken people it's not noise it's not a double standard where where Oh, yeah, dude, if a girl has sex with an older man, that's gross. But if a dude does it, yeah. No, though it's, it's fucking horrible, and it breaks people, and I'm fucking tired of it. And, again, screw you, Jim Jordan. I'm not trying to cancel Dirty, Dirty Dancing. I'm not trying to say that we should never watch this movie again because it's gross and icky. I'm saying we should fucking talk about this movie and about its place in fucking popular culture where we put it up on a goddamn pedestal and say, oh, that's so romantic. No, it's a fucking disgusting crime. It's statutory rape and we need to make laws that make that across the fucking board. 
It's not not statutory rape in Utah, but it's statutory rape. In, no, it's fucking statutory rape no matter where you live, even if your fucking legislature is a fucking stupid bunch of assholes. No, dirty dancing is icky. Well, when you And really... also sprinkle the condoms around to the young people so they're not <laughs> fucking Air Force dudes that are 25 and they're 16. Like, yep. seriously. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yep. I mean, and really, when... As a, a a lady and being young and, and having been in that kind of a situation, you're mentally not. It's rape. Yeah. You're, you're not. Uh, you're, you're driven not at, by hormones. Yeah. And, and you, you have really. You lady can't, boners and man boners and there's nothing you can do about saying it. No and everything that would own. happen to fulfill your fantasy is actually somebody victimizing you. Yep. Right. And that is what is unfortunate is that as an adult, you realize these things um, that, wow, like I, when I was 21, I couldn't imagine trying to find a 16 year old boyfriend. Right. Yeah. I thought it was disgusting if somebody wasn't at least 18. And, and the thing is, is like some people would be like, oh, and it was different in 1963. No, you don't get to retcon morals. You don't get to fucking retcon morals. If it was, if it's wrong now, it was wrong back then, and especially goddamn wrong in 1987. Then they fucking should have known better. And this movie grosses me out. And you know the thing is, is that you don't, uh, yeah, you you don't have the mental capacity for it. And this is not a political podcast by any means. Uh, I'm not judging, but you know, once somebody becomes 18 and older, who fucking cares what their age is, right? If you're 18 and you want to date a 60 year old, go for shit. But at least give people the opportunity to grow mentally so that they can make those decisions soundly. Yep. That's eight, all eight, that I'm eight, asking. 18 across the board. That's and 18 I don't across think the board. I'll further it by, by saying you can go out and get there and get yourself shot. You ought to be able to have a beer. If you can vote. Yeah. No, everything no, happens at 18. Drink at 18, screw at 18, vote at 18. Smoke at 18. Smoke at 18, serve in the military at 18. You're a fucking adult, period. 18 is the line. That is the Make line in the, the sand. the line consistent it's and 18 let's keep to it, every people. state. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking dumb. So fucking dumb. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure that at 18 I was mature enough to handle an adult coming on to me, but you know what? At least I was mature enough to understand that I had a choice. Right. There you go. There you go. Let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, Final recommendations on Dirty Dancing. Jackie, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to give it a do. Okay. It's still nostalgic for me. I still love the movie. And even with all the creepiness behind it that we have unearthed today, um, I don't care. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) Okay. I like it. All right. I, I, in my mind, I just changed her character to being 18 and then I'm okay with it. But uh, I never realized that she was anything other than 18 because she was going to Mount Holyoke. I always assumed that she was 18. Yeah, a lot of people do. But, you know, you can go to college or you the summer before college. You can be 17. It's very easy to do. Um, I am going to give it a look. You've seen it before. There's nothing new here. Uh, there's some things that we flushed out uh, that I don't think anybody maybe ever thought of before. Um, but it's not. You, you know what happens. It's it's not worth a revisit uh, by any means. 
Sam. I had never seen this film. We've talked on previous podcasts about how I had avoided it like the plague for my whole life and that I never wanted to watch it ever. Having seen it, I didn't enjoy it. I had to pause it halfway through and take a 15-minute break before I watched the rest of it. I am unglad that I watched it. Unglad. I don't. Yeah, do not from Sam. All right, so one out of three podcasters, give it a do. This is a do not. Uh, we got some listener feedback uh, from Satanta uh, Klausi on uh, our feeds. Uh, he wrote us an email. You can also read it. He sent, sent us an email, talk at Stinker Madness. Uh, hey, lads. Just to say congrats to Justin and Jackie on the new little, not so little pecan. You bypassed the shitty nappies. Fair play to use. <laughs> yes, we did. One thing, though, say goodbye to Volume Stinker movie viewership. Oh, yeah. Apart from child-friendly bad movies, very enjoyable, though. I love watching films with my kids, and you can mold them into watching your favorites. You'll have to watch the juicy ones when the little nipper is catching the big Zs. Yes, indeed. We've already very much gone through that. Uh, we still haven't watched Com Coming to America 2. <laughs> I guess there's just been no time. Uh, there was some other R-rated movie that I was like, ooh, we should watch that, and we didn't get to. Uh, the Ford is being held up well by Sam and Tucker, or Tucker and Sam versus Evil. Very different dynamic, but still enjoyable, like two weed-smoking buddies. Side note, just listen to the Predator 2 podcast. Oh, man, that was years ago. Great episode, lots of laughs. Just to point something out on the shitting in the bottles and throwing them at the film crew part. You guys remember that at all? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. I grew up in one of the poorest and roughest parts of Europe. Yes, you did. Um, now in the area, there would be have been a lot of human fecal matter just laying around here, there, and anywhere random. On your doorstep or just in the middle of the footpath. Oh, my God. Now to get to my point, some of these culprits shitting weren't the healthiest from drugs, drink, shitty diet, whatever, and would produce a varied excrement. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes a lumpy yellow gick. That me and my buddies could never figure out, but also there would be some watery shit that could easily be squatted over and funneled into a bucket by squeezing the opening up against your gicker. Dublinese for okay, shithole. wait, no, <laughs> this is, no, uh, pulling the handle on the bus, we gotta, we gotta make a stop. Nope. This is weird. <laughs> the bus is plowing through, just like All it right. did to that bunny in that furry thing that you were talking about. <laughs> Just to add, I never partook in any of these shenanigans, shenanigans, but crap flinging was occasionally performed by certain individuals towards bus drivers or police. Bus drivers? Come on, man. Uh, we did have an Irish film crew come by once when I was a kid. No feces were thrown, only rocks, and they decided to get out of there when all their equipment started to get robbed. Yeah, I bet. Hmm. Uh, he's also going to send us a little quiz that we're going to do. Um, so, yeah. The, the thing is, is like, we're Americans. And we're super spoiled. Like, we're like, oh, yeah, L.A., 1992. That was the streets, bro. You ain't never been to the streets until you've been to L.A., 1990. No, fucking Ireland during the 70s and 80s. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, no, I would go L.A. in the 80s when they had the Night Stalker, the original Night Stalker, and uh, oh, what was that guy? Killed the third guy. Night Stalker. Yeah, third Night, Night Stalker. Stalker Jr. <laughs> I mean, when they were having the serial killer business in the late 80s. Uh, Yeah, no, Washington during the 90s 
way more serial killers. Is that uh, Green River time? Yeah, Green River. Uh, Green also River killer. Highest suicide rate in the United States. That's because that Kurt Cobain shitty. died. Yeah, still not shitty as fucking Dublin in the 80s and 70s. The IRA. Did everybody God, forget about the fucking IRA? They're such whiners. The IRA wrote the playbook for terrorism. Right. They're yeah. such whiners. That I mean, Irish... God, it's like, oh, I need a potato. And then it's, oh, I got the IRA. I'm I'm being facetious. Jackie I'm knows just nothing kidding. about Irish history, so. No, I'm, I'm being facetious. I, I understand that okay. it was very awful. Yeah. No. Uh, and still, even then, stack Ireland from the 70s and 80s. Against Myanmar now? Dude, I'm taking Ireland. <laughs> I mean, fuck. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I thought that was an interesting thing, especially after January 6th, where it's like, oh, yeah, we're United States. We can riot harder than anybody. And no, we get our ass kicked by actual countries that actually can riot. But at the same time, it's cool because, like, we got, I, I personally got reached out by so many of our international friends that were like, hey, we're watching what's happening and we're worried about you guys. And then I'm like, wait. What did we do to you guys in the 70s and 80s? So <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. We're terrible. God damn it, America. Okay, anyways. Um, so we got a quiz that was sent by Clausy. Now, I don't know the answers because he cleverly sent all the answers in a Word document that was attached to this. So I can only see until I open up the Word document, I can't see anything. So we're all going to play. We never get to all play. So That's awesome. Yeah. And Clausy's is a super cool name. Yeah. Okay. I got a new beer, Clausy. You said that like every time we hear from you. I I know, but I got a new beer and I'm like six in now. So okay. plus the uh, other thing that I was drinking on the last episode. Right. I'm ready. Let's okay. do this. This is split into three rounds. We've got starting with rapid fire questions, then followed by anagrams. I think that's uh, word jumble, right? Is that For... like Georgia homeboy? What? No, wait. Anagrams? Yeah. It's like jumble. Oh, okay. 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 And then impossible math equations. <laughs> Shit. Why did we drink so much during this episode? Motherfucker. This is going to be great. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to start making some columns here for uh, points. Points. All right. Rapid fire questions. Three points each or one point for closest answer or part of. Number one. In Concord, Airport 79, what airport does the U.S. Concord take off from? New York. LA. I'm going to say Minnesota, uh, the Tri-Cities. I don't know why. I don't remember. Uh, name the villain in 976 Evil 2, The Astral Factor. Semi-truck. The Devil. Yeah, Satan. Satan. I think it was Satan. Because he was on the phone. All, all I remember is that kid getting ran over by the semi-truck. So that's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Uh, Charlie Sheen or Michael Biehn's characters' names in Navy SEALs. Bonus points if you can get both. Dave and Buster. Rick and Steve. <laughs> uh, Mario and Glenn. <laughs> Glenn. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I thought for sure Sam would get that one. Uh, bonus question, because there's always has to be a bonus question. Number of Oscar nominations for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Two. Three. Two. 
two. Okay. Quit copying me, Sam. Anagram. You me the first time. Fine. An anagram. Five points for correct answer. Three points for closest, if there even is such a thing. A hoop vetter is someone who checks an arsehole using their arms. You probably should have had studied this instead of watching this heartwarming film from Canon. A hoop vetter. The apple. Wait, that doesn't make any fucking sense because nope, there's you a said V. It. You're done. Damn it. You buzzed in. V is the giveaway. What Canon movie has the letter V in it? Theater? Can you make theater out of that? Theater. You can. Ever after. Ever theater. <laughs> I'm going to go with ever theater. Sam, I need a buzz answer. Yeah, I would have been able to figure it out if I could think about it for about 25 minutes without looking at the internet, but I, I concede. We don't have time for that. Uh, the impossible math equation. 10 points for correct answer or 7 points for closest answer. The number of times Sylvester Stallone was impersonated convincingly, subjective on my part, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, in the cliffhanger episode <laughs> multiplied times by the number of shows dedicated to a Batman film minus the number of kills or maims by Mage Scott McCoy, Chuck Norwich, or Major Scott McCoy, Chuck Norris, and Delta Force, divided by the number of Razzies Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves was nominated for, plus the average rating according to IMDb for Con Air equals... 43. 73. 20. Okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That's a lot. Like, I'm sitting there going, okay, I think, oh, okay, then it gets more complicated, and then I'm like, fuck, I don't know. This has too many variables. Okay, here we, here we go with uh, the answers. I'm going to win. Okay, no. rapid fire. Dulles Airport in Washington, D.C. We blanked it. Uh, number two, Mr. Gruback. We blanked it. Number three, Lieutenant Dale Hawkins and James Curran. We blanked it. Bonus answer, Oscar nominations for Prince of Thieves won. We oh. blanked it. Anagram over the top. Oh, no. <laughs> God That was it. such a great movie, too. Oh, it wasn't. I loved that movie. Uh, Arm wrestling truck driver with his son. Impossible math equation equals 28.9, which makes me the winner. No, it doesn't. It makes me the winner. You said 20. I said 23. Boom. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. I thought you said 73, and I was like, bam, I'm going to win. I was hoping on the last one that he was going to do a Doug Adams reprise and had made some crazy equation that equaled 43, <laughs> which is obviously the life, the answer to life in the universe and everything else. Right. Damn it, Sam. Oh, that was a lot of fun. Thank you, Clausy, for that. Uh, that'll do it for our episode. Uh, Sam, you are in charge officially. Do you have any idea what's happening next? I got no idea what's okay. happening in, well, as we're recording, two weeks, so... Right. Stay uh, tuned. Stay tuned. It could be me again. If we're back on, I think we might continue the dirty dancing uh, phase. Yeah, I haven't picked anything in a long time, and I'm in for either, uh, I think for my next pick, I either want to do like a musical or a dirty dancing type thing. Okay. I where could it's just fucking horrid. on the spot right now. I could be like, oh, are we going to do the show three weeks in a row? And be like, oh, if you got... Yeah. 
we have a seven year old that we can't make plans even yeah, five minutes out. So yeah. yeah, it's like we're kind of being daring, drinking during the day before, you know, because we might have to go get him. <laughs> <laughs> from the grandparental units. Yeah, if we and have to we're go like, get him now, we're fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, fuck, oh, we got drunk in the middle of the day, shit. Hey, kid, call an Uber. <laughs> we're yeah. drunk. <laughs> uh, I'm sending an Uber to get you. His name is Dave, and he's got a Nissan Sentra. His name is Johnny Castle. Uh-oh. All right, guys, thanks for listening. As always, we love you, and get to the chocolate.